Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord on this beautiful day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank God for today, March 9th, 2022. We thank God for a double portion, a double anointing. Hallelujah, as we are in this year of double, we give God all the glory. I thank you for joining me today. My name is Evangelist Effie Lee, Women of Worship Ministries, and we are glad that you were able to come in and take a few moments with us today. For there is a word from the Lord. The Lord wants you to know today that He's got you. God said, I've got you. Hallelujah. I'm going to be looking at scripture coming from Isaiah 43, which is probably a very familiar passage. Isaiah 43, it says, But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, the one who formed you, says, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of opposition, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. We thank God for that today. I read that from the New Living Translation. And we just thank God for His Word today. And God wants you to know today, He's got you. He's got you through the trouble. He's got you through the turmoil. He's got you through the chaos. He's got you through the problems, through the sickness, through the storm, through the fire. God has got you. He said, do not fear. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. Through the process, through the trials, everything that you're encountering right now. He said he called us by name. That same word that he gave to Israel is for us today. For he called us by name. And he has us in the midst of whatever it is that we are going through. The Lord spoke to me. And I just want to bless someone with this word. Because see, the Lord spoke to me. And I know when he speaks that he does not just speak some things for just me. And the Lord has allowed me to release this word today for someone to help them in their time of trouble, in their time of trials, in their time of just confusion and chaos. First of all, he said, once again, he's got you. And then he said, this is your season of maturation and development for his glory. This is your season of maturation and development for his glory for his glory and you shall recover all in the name of Jesus you shall recover all God reminded me of a dream that he gave me a while back and the dream at that time um, was a, fit, a, a situation and a, and a purpose and a thing that um, I was going through um, a situation in my life and he reminded me of that dream today for this very time and for this very hour. I was in a body of water um, and there was a tall building on my right hand side. There was a, um, a island of sorts um, on my left hand side or a patch of land. And then there was an island in front of me 
Well, in the midst of all of this was a gigantic whirlwind in the water. And I was by the building, and when I would try to let go of the building to go to the left, it would the whirlwind would draw me in, and I would have to cling back to the building. And I tried to let go of the building again and go to the left. And the water, you could feel the, I could feel the whirlwind pulling me in, and I'd get back to the building. And after a while, I tried it several times, and after a while, I just let go of the building. Well, needless to say, the whirlwind took me down into the whirlwind, but I came up, hallelujah, on the other side, on the island, unharmed, not even feeling tired or, or like I had to fight through that whirlwind, but just came up on the other side of the island. So the Lord let me know that sometimes you've got to go through the process. You've got to go through the whirlwind. You've got to go through the fire. You've got to go through the flood. But God says today, he's got you. He's got you through it all. And he wants you to know that you shall recover all. I hope this word blessed someone today because someone is going through and feel like they may not make it out. But God says, you shall recover all. When you make it through, you shall come to completion. You shall come to maturity in him. Your faith shall be built in him. Your breakthrough shall be achieved. Your rebuilding of faith, your restoration shall come. Your recovery shall come in the name of Jesus. For God said he's got you in the midst of everything that you're going through. So just let go and let him take you through. Let go and let him take you through the process because we can't do it on our own. And he had to show me that again because as I began to let go, like I said, and I tried to push my way over, force my way over to the left, it just was not working. It was something I had to go through. It was a process. It was a whirlwind I had to go through. And I thank God today for reminding me of that so that I can bless someone today so that someone will hear these words and someone will know God's got you even in the midst of it all and he says that you shall recover all in the name of Jesus God bless you I love you Hello, 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 loved ones. We thank God for this glorious day, a day that he has made, that we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We just thank God for being so good and so merciful. We give him all the praise and glory because he is God and above him there is none other. We just thank God for the word of God today. Just wanted to drop in for just a moment and just share a thought with you today. Hallelujah. And that thought will be coming from Luke, the ninth chapter. Luke, the ninth chapter, verses 51 through 56. You know, and I just have to say today, I don't know about you, but I am so glad that God is not like man. I am so glad that God is not like man. This particular passage is talking about when Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem to be crucified. 
And he went through several villages and the disciples went before him to prepare the way um, before him that as he passes through these villages that they will already have gone in, have made a way uh, or a place for him. You know, and the people were aware that Jesus was coming. And they passed through a Samaritan village um, that did not really welcome Jesus. They did not, they rejected him because he was headed to Jerusalem. And those of you that know the Word of God know that there was always a disdain between the Samaritans and the Israelites. Um, so, you know, they didn't welcome him. They didn't really, and I'm paraphrasing this, seem to even want him to come through there. So I'm just going to read this um, passage of Scripture here, starting at the 51st verse. So now it came to pass, when the time had come for him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face. And as they went, they entered a village of the Samaritans to prepare for him. But they did not receive him because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. And I tell you, I say it again, I am so glad that God is not like man. Because his disciples wanted to call down fire because these people did not receive Jesus. They wanted to call down fire because they seemed to reject him and not want him in that village. But Jesus said, you don't know what man of spirit you're of. And he rebuked them because they were not of the right spirit. As Christians and as believers of Christ, we have to be of that spirit of forgiveness, that spirit of wanting people to receive and love Christ, and that spirit of love. And we can't just rain down fire on somebody because they don't act the way we think they should, or because they don't react to the word the way they, we think they should, or because they don't walk the way we think they should. We can't call down fire upon them. And we have to think about how many times God has spared us. How many times he has looked over our mistakes? How many times he has forgiven us for abandoning him or doing the wrong thing or, or saying the wrong thing? You know, we're so quick to uh, try to condemn someone else. You know, I, I think about it just in a natural sense. And I had found myself at, at one time, um, somebody speeded through a, a, a red light. You know, and I said, now, where's the police? They need to be here somewhere. They need to, you know, catch these people. They need to stop them. And then I thought about it. You know, how many times <laughs> have you speeded through a light? How many times have you paused at a stop sign? How many times have you went over the speed limit and God kept you? He protected you and did not punish you. So why would you want this for someone else? And that's what we have to look at today. But because of the nature of man, that, that we tend to want to pay someone back for something or, or punish or judge someone for something that they do or don't do, which is right in our eyes. But I am so glad today 
that God is not like man. I am so glad today that his love is everlasting. I am so glad today that his mercy endures through all generations. I am so glad today that his grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. So let's be glad today that God is not like man, that he does not love like man, that he does not um, do anything really like man because he is God. He is loving. He is forgiving. He is a God of judgment. Don't get it twisted. He's going to give us all the time that he chooses to give us to get it right, to get with him, to walk in the manner that he would have us to. But that he is a God of judgment because he does not wish for any of us to perish. He loves us and he wants us to be saved. He wants us to be delivered. He wants us to be set free. He is not like man. He will forgive us. He will allow us to make mistakes. But we have to know that there does come a time when there will be a choice that you will have to make in your life, heaven or hell. And I hope that you choose the former. Hallelujah, because the latter is not what God wishes for you. It's not what he has for you. It is not what he created you for. God bless you all. I love you. Hello, 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 loved ones. We thank God for this glorious day, a day that he has made, that we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We just thank God for being so good and so merciful. We give him all the praise and glory because he is God and above him there is none other. We just thank God for the word of God today. Just wanted to drop in for just a moment and just share a thought with you today. Hallelujah. And that thought will be coming from Luke, the ninth chapter. Luke, the ninth chapter, verses 51 through 56. You know, and I just have to say today, I don't know about you, but I am so glad that God is not like man. I am so glad that God is not like man. This particular passage is talking about when Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem to be crucified. And he went through several villages and the disciples went before him to prepare the way um, before him that as he passes through these villages that they will already have gone in, have made a way uh, or a place for him. You know, and the people were aware that Jesus was coming. And they passed through a Samaritan village um, that did not really welcome Jesus. They did not, they rejected him because he was headed to Jerusalem. And those of you that know the Word of God know that there was always a disdain between the Samaritans and the Israelites. Um, so, you know, they didn't welcome him. They didn't really, and I'm paraphrasing this, seem to even want him to come through there. So I'm just going to read this um, passage of Scripture here, starting at the 51st verse. So now it came to pass, when the time had come for him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face. And as they went, they entered a village of the Samaritans to prepare for him. But they did not receive him because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. 
And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. And I tell you, I say it again, I am so glad that God is not like man. Because his disciples wanted to call down fire because these people did not receive Jesus. They wanted to call down fire because they seemed to reject him and not want him in that village. But Jesus said, you don't know what man of spirit you're of. And he rebuked them because they were not of the right spirit. As Christians and as believers of Christ, we have to be of that spirit of forgiveness, that spirit of wanting people to receive and love Christ, and that spirit of love. And we can't just rain down fire on somebody because they don't act the way we think they should, or because they don't react to the word the way they, we think they should, or because they don't walk the way we think they should. We can't call down fire upon them. And we have to think about how many times God has spared us. How many times he has looked over our mistakes? How many times he has forgiven us for abandoning him or doing the wrong thing or, or saying the wrong thing? You know, we're so quick to uh, try to condemn someone else. You know, I, I think about it just in a natural sense. And I had found myself at, at one time, um, somebody speeded through a, a, a red light. You know, and I said, now, where's the police? They need to be here somewhere. They need to, you know, catch these people. They need to stop them. And then I thought about it. You know, how many times <laughs> have you speeded through a light? How many times have you paused at a stop sign? How many times have you went over the speed limit and God kept you? He protected you and did not punish you. So why would you want this for someone else? And that's what we have to look at today. But because of the nature of man, that they, we tend to want to pay someone back for something or, or punish or judge someone for something that they do or don't do, which is right in our eyes. But I am so glad today that God is not like man. I am so glad today that his love is everlasting. I am so glad today that his mercy endures through all generations. I am so glad today that his grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. So let's be glad today that God is not like man, that he does not love like man, that he does not um, do anything really like man because he is God. He is loving. He is forgiving. He is a God of judgment. Don't get it twisted. He's going to give us all the time that he chooses to give us to get it right, to get with him, to walk in the manner that he would have us to. But that he is a God of judgment because he does not wish for any of us to perish. He loves us and he wants us to be saved. He wants us to be delivered. He wants us to be set free. He is not like man. He will forgive us. He will allow us to make mistakes. But we have to know that there does come a time when there will be a choice that you will have to make in your life, heaven or hell. And I hope that you choose the former. 
Hallelujah, because the latter is not what God wishes for you. It's not what he has for you. It is not what he created you for. God bless you all. I love you. Hello, 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 loved ones. We thank God for this glorious day, a day that he has made that we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We just thank God for being so good and so merciful. We give him all the praise and glory because he is God and above him there is none other. We just thank God for the word of God today. Just wanted to drop in for just a moment and just share a thought with you today. Hallelujah. And that thought will be coming from Luke, the ninth chapter. Luke, the ninth chapter verses 51 through 56. You know, and I just have to say today, I don't know about you, but I am so glad that God is not like man. I am so glad that God is not like man. This particular passage is talking about when Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem to be crucified. And he went through several villages and the disciples went before him to prepare the way um, before him that as he passes through these villages that they will already have gone in, have made a way uh, or a place for him. You know, and the people were aware that Jesus was coming. And they passed through a Samaritan village um, that did not really welcome Jesus. They did not, they rejected him because he was headed to Jerusalem. And those of you that know the Word of God know that there was always a disdain between the Samaritans and the Israelites. Um, so, you know, they didn't welcome him. They didn't really, and I'm paraphrasing this, seem to even want him to come through there. So I'm just going to read this um, passage of Scripture here, starting at the 51st verse. So now it came to pass, when the time had come for him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face. And as they went, they entered a village of the Samaritans to prepare for him. But they did not receive him because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. And I tell you, I say it again, I am so glad that God is not like man. Because his disciples wanted to call down fire because these people did not receive Jesus. They wanted to call down fire because they seemed to reject him and not want him in that village. But Jesus said, you don't know what man of spirit you're of. And he rebuked them because they were not of the right spirit. As Christians and as believers of Christ, we have to be of that spirit of forgiveness, that spirit of wanting people to receive and love Christ, and that spirit of love. And we can't just rain down fire on somebody because they don't act the way we think they should. 
or because they don't react to the word the way they we think they should or because they don't walk the way we think they should we can't call down fire upon them and we have to think about how many times god has spared us how many times he has looked over our mistakes how many times he has forgiven us for abandoning him or doing the wrong thing or or saying the wrong thing you know we're so quick to uh, try to condemn someone else you know I, I think about it just in a natural sense and i had found myself at at one time um somebody speeded through a, a, a red light you know and i said now where's the police they need to be here somewhere they need to you know catch these people they need to stop them and then I thought about it, you know, how many times <laughs> have you speeded through a light? How many times have you paused at a stop sign? How many times have you went over the speed limit and God kept you? He protected you and did not punish you. So why would you want this for someone else? And that's what we have to look at today. But because of the nature of man, that they, we tend to want to pay someone back for something or or punish or judge someone for something that they do or don't do which is right in our eyes but i am so glad today that god is not like man i am so glad today that his love is everlasting i am so glad today that his mercy endures through all generations i am so glad today that his grace is sufficient hallelujah so let's be glad today that God is not like man, that he does not love like man, that he does not um, do anything really like man because he is God. He is loving. He is forgiving. He is a God of judgment. Don't get it twisted. He's going to give us all the time that he chooses to give us to get it right, to get with him, to walk in the manner that he would have us to. But that he is a God of judgment because he does not wish for any of us to perish he loves us and he wants us to be saved he wants us to be delivered he wants us to be set free he is not like man he will forgive us he will allow us to make mistakes but we have to know that there does come a time when there will be a choice that you will have to make in your life heaven or hell and i hope that you choose the former Hallelujah, because the latter is not what God wishes for you. It's not what he has for you. It is not what he created you for. God bless you all. I love you. Hello, 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 loved ones. We thank God for this glorious day, a day that he has made that we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We just thank God for being so good and so merciful. We give him all the praise and glory because he is God and above him there is none other. We just thank God for the word of God today. Just wanted to drop in for just a moment and just share a thought with you today. Hallelujah. And that thought will be coming from Luke, the ninth chapter. Luke, the ninth chapter verses 51 through 56. You know, and I just have to say today, I don't know about you, but I am so glad that God is not like man. I am so glad that God is not like man. 
this particular passage is talking about when Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem to be crucified. And he went through several villages and the disciples went before him to prepare the way um, before him that as he passes through these villages that they will already have gone in, have made a way uh, or a place for him. You know, and the people were aware that Jesus was coming. And they passed through a Samaritan village um, that did not really welcome Jesus. They did not, they rejected him because he was headed to Jerusalem. And those of you that know the Word of God know that there was always a disdain between the Samaritans and the Israelites. Um, so, you know, they didn't welcome him. They didn't really, and I'm paraphrasing this, seem to even want him to come through there. So I'm just going to read this um, passage of scripture here, starting at the 51st verse. So now it came to pass when the time had come for him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face. And as they went, they entered a village of the Samaritans to prepare for him. But they did not receive him because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. And I tell you, I say it again, I am so glad that God is not like man. Because his disciples wanted to call down fire because these people did not receive Jesus. They wanted to call down fire because they seemed to reject him and not want him in that village. But Jesus said, you don't know what man of spirit you're of. And he rebuked them because they were not of the right spirit. As Christians and as believers of Christ, we have to be of that spirit of forgiveness, that spirit of wanting people to receive and love Christ, and that spirit of love. And we can't just rain down fire on somebody because they don't act the way we think they should, or because they don't react to the word the way they, we think they should, or because they don't walk the way we think they should. We can't call down fire upon them. And we have to think about how many times God has spared us, how many times he has looked over our mistakes, how many times he has forgiven us for abandoning him or doing the wrong thing or, or saying the wrong thing. You know, we're so quick to uh, try to condemn someone else. You know, I, I think about it just in a natural sense. And I had found myself at, at one time, um, somebody speeded through a, a, a red light. You know, and I said, now where's the police? They need to be here somewhere. They need to, you know, catch these people. They need to stop them. And then I thought about it, you know, how many times <laughs> have you speeded through a light? How many times have you paused at a stop sign? How many times have you went over the speed limit and God kept you? He protected you and did not punish you. So why would you want this for someone else? And that's what we have to look at today. But because of the nature of man, that they, we tend to want to pay someone back for something or, or punish or judge someone for something that they do 
or don't do which is right in our eyes. But I am so glad today that God is not like man. I am so glad today that his love is everlasting. I am so glad today that his mercy endures through all generations. I am so glad today that his grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. So let's be glad today that God is not like man, that he does not love like man, that he does not um, do anything really like man because he is God. He is loving. He is forgiving. He is the God of judgment. Don't get it twisted. He's going to give us all the time that he chooses to give us to get it right, to get with him, to walk in the manner that he would have us to. But that he is a God of judgment because he does not wish for any of us to perish. He loves us and he wants us to be saved. He wants us to be delivered. He wants us to be set free. He is not like man. He will forgive us. He will allow us to make mistakes. But we have to know that there does come a time when there will be a choice that you will have to make in your life, heaven or hell. And I hope that you choose the former. Hallelujah. Because the latter is not what God wishes for you. It's not what he has for you. It is not what he created you for. God bless you all. I love you. Hello, 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 loved ones. We thank God for this glorious day, a day that he has made, that we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We just thank God for being so good and so merciful. We give him all the praise and glory because he is God and above him there is none other. We just thank God for the word of God today. Just wanted to drop in for just a moment and just share a thought with you today. Hallelujah. And that thought will be coming from Luke, the ninth chapter. Luke, the ninth chapter, verses 51 through 56. You know, and I just have to say today, I don't know about you, but I am so glad that God is not like man. I am so glad that God is not like man. This particular passage is talking about when Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem to be crucified. And he went through several villages and the disciples went before him to prepare the way um, before him that as he passes through these villages that they will already have gone in, have made a way uh, or a place for him. You know, and the people were aware that Jesus was coming. And they passed through a Samaritan village. Um, that did not really welcome Jesus. They did not, they rejected him because he was headed to Jerusalem. And those of you that know the word of God know that there was always a disdain between the Samaritans and the Israelites. Um, so, you know, they didn't welcome him. They didn't really, and I'm paraphrasing this, seem to even want him to come through there. So I'm just going to read this um, passage of scripture here, starting at the 51st verse. So now it came to pass when the time had come for him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face. And as they went, they entered a village of the Samaritans to prepare for him. 
But they did not receive him because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. And I tell you, I say it again, I am so glad that God is not like man. Because his disciples wanted to call down fire because these people did not receive Jesus. They wanted to call down fire because they seemed to reject him and not want him in that village. But Jesus said, you don't know what man of spirit you're of. And he rebuked them because they were not of the right spirit. As Christians and as believers of Christ, we have to be of that spirit of forgiveness, that spirit of wanting people to receive and love Christ, and that spirit of love. And we can't just rain down fire on somebody because they don't act the way we think they should, or because they don't react to the word the way they, we think they should, or because they don't walk the way we think they should. We can't call down fire upon them. And we have to think about how many times God has spared us. How many times he has looked over our mistakes? How many times he has forgiven us for abandoning him or doing the wrong thing or or saying the wrong thing? You know, we're so quick to uh, try to condemn someone else. You know, I, I think about it just in a natural sense. And I had found myself at, at one time, um, somebody speeded through a, a, a red light. You know, and I said, now, where's the police? They need to be here somewhere. They need to, you know, catch these people. They need to stop them. And then I thought about it. You know, how many times <laughs> have you speeded through a light? How many times have you paused at a stop sign? How many times have you went over the speed limit and God kept you? He protected you and did not punish you. So why would you want this for someone else? And that's what we have to look at today. But because of the nature of man, that they, we tend to want to pay someone back for something or, or punish or judge someone for something that they do or don't do, which is right in our eyes. But I am so glad today that God is not like man. I am so glad today that his love is everlasting. I am so glad today that his mercy endures through all generations. I am so glad today that his grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. So let's be glad today that God is not like man, that he does not love like man, that he does not um, do anything really like man because he is God. He is loving. He is forgiving. He is a God of judgment. Don't get it twisted. He's going to give us all the time that he chooses to give us to get it right, to get with him, to walk in the manner that he would have us to. But that he is a God of judgment because he does not wish for any of us to perish. He loves us and he wants us to be saved. He wants us to be delivered. He wants us to be set free. He is not like man. He will forgive us. He will allow us to make mistakes. But we have to know that there does come a time when there will be a choice that you will have to make in your life, heaven or hell. And I hope that you choose 
the former. Hallelujah, because the latter is not what God wishes for you. It's not what he has for you. It is not what he created you for. God bless you all. I love you. Hello, 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 loved ones. We thank God for this glorious day, a day that he has made that we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We just thank God for being so good and so merciful. We give him all the praise and glory because he is God and above him there is none other. We just thank God for the word of God today. Just wanted to drop in for just a moment and just share a thought with you today. Hallelujah. And that thought will be coming from Luke, the ninth chapter. Luke, the ninth chapter verses 51 through 56. You know, and I just have to say today, I don't know about you, but I am so glad that God is not like man. I am so glad that God is not like man. This particular passage is talking about when Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem to be crucified. And he went through several villages and the disciples went before him to prepare the way um, before him that as he passes through these villages that they will already have gone in, have made a way uh, or a place for him. You know, and the people were aware that Jesus was coming. And they passed through a Samaritan village um, that did not really welcome Jesus. They did not, they rejected him because he was headed to Jerusalem. And those of you that know the Word of God know that there was always a disdain between the Samaritans and the Israelites. Um, so, you know, they didn't welcome him. They didn't really, and I'm paraphrasing this, seem to even want him to come through there. So I'm just going to read this um, passage of Scripture here, starting at the 51st verse. So now it came to pass, when the time had come for him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face. And as they went, they entered a village of the Samaritans to prepare for him. But they did not receive him because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. And I tell you, I say it again, I am so glad that God is not like man. Because his disciples wanted to call down fire because these people did not receive Jesus. They wanted to call down fire because they seemed to reject him and not want him in that village. But Jesus said, you don't know what man of spirit you're of. And he rebuked them because they were not of the right spirit. As Christians and as believers of Christ, we have to be of that spirit of forgiveness, that spirit of wanting people to receive and love Christ, and that spirit of love. And we can't just rain down fire on somebody because they don't act the way we think they should. 
or because they don't react to the word the way they we think they should or because they don't walk the way we think they should we can't call down fire upon them and we have to think about how many times god has spared us how many times he has looked over our mistakes how many times he has forgiven us for abandoning him or doing the wrong thing or or saying the wrong thing you know we're so quick to uh, try to condemn someone else you know I, I think about it just in a natural sense and I had found myself at at one time um, somebody speeded through a, a, a red light you know and I said now where's the police they need to be here somewhere they need to you know catch these people they need to stop them and then I thought about it, you know, how many times <laughs> have you speeded through a light? How many times have you paused at a stop sign? How many times have you went over the speed limit and God kept you? He protected you and did not punish you. So why would you want this for someone else? And that's what we have to look at today. But because of the nature of man, that, that we tend to want to pay someone back for something or or punish or judge someone for something that they do or don't do which is right in our eyes but I am so glad today that God is not like man I am so glad today that his love is everlasting I am so glad today that his mercy endures through all generations I am so glad today that his grace is sufficient hallelujah so let's be glad today that God is not like man, that he does not love like man, that he does not um, do anything really like man because he is God. He is loving. He is forgiving. He is a God of judgment. Don't get it twisted. He's going to give us all the time that he chooses to give us to get it right, to get with him, to walk in the manner that he would have us to. But that he is a God of judgment. Because he does not wish for any of us to perish, he loves us and he wants us to be saved. He wants us to be delivered. He wants us to be set free. He is not like man. He will forgive us. He will allow us to make mistakes. But we have to know that there does come a time when there will be a choice that you will have to make in your life, heaven or hell. And I hope that you choose the former. Hallelujah, because the latter is not what God wishes for you. It's not what he has for you. It is not what he created you for. God bless you all. I love you. Hello, 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 loved ones. We thank God for this glorious day, a day that he has made, that we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We just thank God for being so good and so merciful. We give him all the praise and glory because he is God and above him there is none other. We just thank God for the word of God today. Just wanted to drop in for just a moment and just share a thought with you today. Hallelujah. And that thought will be coming from Luke, the ninth chapter. Luke, the ninth chapter, verses 51 through 56. You know, and I just have to say today, I don't know about you, but I am so glad that God is not like man. I am so glad that God is not like man. This particular passage is talking about when Jesus was on his way 
to Jerusalem to be crucified. And he went through several villages and the disciples went before him to prepare the way um, before him that as he passes through these villages that they will already have gone in, have made a way uh, or a place for him. You know, and the people were aware that Jesus was coming. And they passed through a Samaritan village um, that did not really welcome Jesus. They did not, they rejected him because he was headed to Jerusalem. And those of you that know the Word of God know that there was always a disdain between the Samaritans and the Israelites. Um, so, you know, they didn't welcome him. They didn't really, and I'm paraphrasing this, seem to even want him to come through there. So I'm just going to read this um, passage of Scripture here, starting at the 51st verse. So now it came to pass, when the time had come for him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem, and sent messengers before his face. And as they went, they entered a village of the Samaritans to prepare for him. But they did not receive him, because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. And I tell you, I say it again, I am so glad that God is not like man. Because his disciples wanted to call down fire because these people did not receive Jesus. They wanted to call down fire because they seemed to reject him and not want him in that village. But Jesus said, you don't know what man of spirit you're of. And he rebuked them because they were not of the right spirit. As Christians and as believers of Christ, we have to be of that spirit of forgiveness, that spirit of wanting people to receive and love Christ, and that spirit of love. And we can't just rain down fire on somebody because they don't act the way we think they should, or because they don't react to the word the way they, we think they should, or because they don't walk the way we think they should. We can't call down fire upon them. And we have to think about how many times God has spared us, how many times he has looked over our mistakes, how many times he has forgiven us for abandoning him or doing the wrong thing or, or saying the wrong thing. You know, we're so quick to uh, try to condemn someone else. You know, I, I think about it just in a natural sense. And I had found myself at, at one time, um, somebody speeded through a, a, a red light. You know, and I said, now where's the police? They need to be here somewhere. They need to, you know, catch these people. They need to stop them. And then I thought about it, you know, how many times <laughs> have you speeded through a light? How many times have you paused at a stop sign? How many times have you went over the speed limit? And God kept you, he protected you, and did not punish you. So why would you want this for someone else? And that's what we have to look at today. But because of the nature of man, that they, we tend to want to pay someone back for something or, or punish or judge someone for something that they do or don't do, which is right in our eyes. But I am so glad today 
that God is not like man. I am so glad today that his love is everlasting. I am so glad today that his mercy endures through all generations. I am so glad today that his grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. So let's be glad today that God is not like man, that he does not love like man, that he does not um, do anything really like man because he is God. He is loving. He is forgiving. He is a God of judgment. Don't get it twisted. He's going to give us all the time that he chooses to give us to get it right, to get with him, to walk in the manner that he would have us to. But that he is a God of judgment because he does not wish for any of us to perish. He loves us and he wants us to be saved. He wants us to be delivered. He wants us to be set free. He is not like man. He will forgive us. He will allow us to make mistakes. But we have to know that there does come a time when there will be a choice that you will have to make in your life, heaven or hell. And I hope that you choose the former. Hallelujah. Because the latter is not what God wishes for you. It's not what he has for you. It is not what he created you for. God bless you all. I love you. Hello, 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 loved ones. We thank God for this glorious day, a day that he has made, that we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We just thank God for being so good and so merciful. We give him all the praise and glory because he is God and above him there is none other. We just thank God for the word of God today. Just wanted to drop in for just a moment and just share a thought with you today. Hallelujah. And that thought will be coming from Luke, the ninth chapter. Luke, the ninth chapter, verses 51 through 56. You know, and I just have to say today, I don't know about you, but I am so glad that God is not like man. I am so glad that God is not like man. This particular passage is talking about when Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem to be crucified. And he went through several villages and the disciples went before him to prepare the way um, before him that as he passes through these villages that they will already have gone in, have made a way uh, or a place for him. You know, and the people were aware that Jesus was coming. And they passed through a Samaritan village um, that did not really welcome Jesus. They did not, they rejected him because he was headed to Jerusalem. And those of you that know the word of God know that there was always a disdain between the Samaritans and the Israelites. Um, so, you know, they didn't welcome him. They didn't really, and I'm paraphrasing this, seem to even want him to come through there. So I'm just going to read this um, passage of scripture here, starting at the 51st verse. So now it came to pass when the time had come for him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face. And as they went, they entered a village of the Samaritans to prepare for him. But they did not receive him because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, 
Do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, just as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. And I tell you, I say it again, I am so glad that God is not like man. Because his disciples wanted to call down fire because these people did not receive Jesus. They wanted to call down fire because they seemed to reject him and not want him in that village. But Jesus said, you don't know what man of spirit you're of. And he rebuked them because they were not of the right spirit. As Christians and as believers of Christ, we have to be of that spirit of forgiveness, that spirit of wanting people to receive and love Christ, and that spirit of love. And we can't just rain down fire on somebody because they don't act the way we think they should, or because they don't react to the word the way they, we think they should, or because they don't walk the way we think they should. We can't call down fire upon them. And we have to think about how many times God has spared us. How many times he has looked over our mistakes? How many times he has forgiven us for abandoning him or doing the wrong thing or or saying the wrong thing? You know, we're so quick to uh, try to condemn someone else. You know, I, I think about it just in a natural sense. And I had found myself at, at one time, um, somebody speeded through a, a, a red light. You know, and I said, now, where's the police? They need to be here somewhere. They need to, you know, catch these people. They need to stop them. And then I thought about it. You know, how many times <laughs> have you speeded through a light? How many times have you paused at a stop sign? How many times have you went over the speed limit and God kept you? He protected you and did not punish you. So why would you want this for someone else? And that's what we have to look at today. But because of the nature of man, that they, we tend to want to pay someone back for something or, or punish or judge someone for something that they do or don't do, which is right in our eyes. But I am so glad today that God is not like man. I am so glad today that his love is everlasting. I am so glad today that his mercy endures through all generations. I am so glad today that his grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. So let's be glad today that God is not like man, that he does not love like man, that he does not um, do anything really like man because he is God. He is loving. He is forgiving. He is a God of judgment. Don't get it twisted. He's going to give us all the time that he chooses to give us to get it right, to get with him, to walk in the manner that he would have us to. But that he is a God of judgment because he does not wish for any of us to perish. He loves us and he wants us to be saved. He wants us to be delivered. He wants us to be set free. He is not like man. He will forgive us. He will allow us to make mistakes. But we have to know that there does come a time when there will be a choice that you will have to make in your life, heaven or hell. And I hope that you choose the former. Hallelujah. Because the latter is not what God wishes for you. It's not what he has for you. It is not what he created you for. 
God bless you all. I love you. Hello, 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 loved ones. We thank God for this glorious day, a day that he has made, that we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We just thank God for being so good and so merciful. We give him all the praise and glory because he is God and above him there is none other. We just thank God for the word of God today. Just wanted to drop in for just a moment and just share a thought with you today. Hallelujah. And that thought will be coming from Luke, the ninth chapter. Luke, the ninth chapter, verses 51 through 56. You know, and I just have to say today, I don't know about you, but I am so glad that God is not like man. I am so glad that God is not like man. This particular passage is talking about when Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem to be crucified. And he went through several villages and the disciples went before him to prepare the way um, before him that as he passes through these villages that they will already have gone in, have made a way uh, or a place for him. You know, and the people were aware that Jesus was coming. And they passed through a Samaritan village. Um, that did not really welcome Jesus. They did not, they rejected him because he was headed to Jerusalem. And those of you that know the word of God know that there was always a disdain between the Samaritans and the Israelites. Um, so, you know, they didn't welcome him. They didn't really, and I'm paraphrasing this, seem to even want him to come through there. So I'm just going to read this um, passage of scripture here, starting at the 51st verse. So now it came to pass when the time had come for him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face. And as they went, they entered a village of the Samaritans to prepare for him, but they did not receive him because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. And I tell you, I say it again, I am so glad that God is not like man. Because his disciples wanted to call down fire because these people did not receive Jesus. They wanted to call down fire because they seemed to reject him and not want him in that village. But Jesus said, you don't know what man of spirit you're of. And he rebuked them because they were not of the right spirit. As Christians and as believers of Christ, we have to be of that spirit of forgiveness, that spirit of wanting people to receive and love Christ, and that spirit of love. And we can't just rain down fire on somebody because they don't act the way we think they should, or because they don't react to the word the way they, we think they should, or because they don't walk the way we think they should. We can't call down fire upon them. And we have to think about how many times God has spared us. 
how many times he has looked over our mistakes, how many times he has forgiven us for abandoning him or doing the wrong thing or or saying the wrong thing. You know, we're so quick to uh, try to condemn someone else. You know, I, I think about it just in a natural sense. And I had found myself at, at one time, um, somebody speeded through a, a, a red light, you know, and I said, now where's the police? They need to be here somewhere. They need to, you know, catch these people. They need to stop them. And then I thought about it, you know, how many times <laughs> have you speeded through a light? How many times have you paused at a stop sign? How many times have you went over the speed limit? And God kept you, he protected you, and did not punish you. So why would you want this for someone else? And that's what we have to look at today. But because of the nature of man, that they, we tend to want to pay someone back for something or, or punish or judge someone for something that they do or don't do, which is right in our eyes. But I am so glad today that God is not like man. I am so glad today that his love is everlasting. I am so glad today that his mercy endures through all generations. I am so glad today that his grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. So let's be glad today that God is not like man, that he does not love like man, that he does not um, do anything really like man because he is God. He is loving. He is forgiving. He is a God of judgment. Don't get it twisted. He's going to give us all the time that he chooses to give us to get it right, to get with him, to walk in the manner that he would have us to. But that he is a God of judgment because he does not wish for any of us to perish. He loves us and he wants us to be saved. He wants us to be delivered. He wants us to be set free. He is not like man. He will forgive us. He will allow us to make mistakes. But we have to know that there does come a time when there will be a choice that you will have to make in your life, heaven or hell. And I hope that you choose the former. Hallelujah. Because the latter is not what God wishes for you. It's not what he has for you. It is not what he created you for. God bless you all. I love you. Hello, hello. God's blessings upon you all. Thank you for joining us once again. My name is Evangelist Effie Lee with Women of Worship Ministries, and we just thank God for you today. We thank God for his word today. We want to just take a few moments and talk to you about doing whatever God has assigned for you to do well. Do whatever God has assigned for you to do well. Don't worry about your sisters and brothers. Don't worry about what they're doing or how they're progressing. Or You know, we are all of one body, but there are many parts. Romans, the 12th chapter, starting with verses 6 through 8. I'm going to read this for you, and we're going to take just a couple of minutes of your time and just talking about doing whatever God has assigned for you to do. Do it well. 
In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. We've got to do what God has assigned for us to do well. We've got to stop measuring ourselves against others. We've got to stop comparing ourselves to others. If you have a gift of prophecy, speak it with faith, knowing that whatever God says, he shall bring it to pass. Knowing that whatever God says, it shall be done. Someone needs to hear a word from the Lord that you've bottled up inside because of the way that you feel you should deliver it, or maybe the way that somebody else is delivering it, when God wants you to deliver it the way that he gives it to you to deliver. Because see, there is somebody you might be able to reach that someone else can't. So we've got to trust God, and we've got to prophesy as he gives it to us with faith. If it's serving, then serve well. Take care of each other. Serve each other with humility. You know, serve each other with kindness. We've got to minister. Minister is serving. You know, we get ministry mixed up sometimes and we think it's we think it's all the glamour and glitz and lights and platforms. It's servitude. It's servitude. Jesus came as a servant. The glory of heaven came as a servant unto us. So we've got to serve well and we've got to serve with humility and we've got to serve in love. If we teachers teach well, teach well. Everybody doesn't have the uh, ability to, to, you know, preach or hoop or, you know, or, or holler, but sometimes it just takes a taught word. Sometimes it just takes a word of teaching where there's clarification and people can understand. And God has given you the gift to be able to do that, to be able to teach with revelation, to be able to teach with clarification. Don't measure yourself against someone else because they seem to be able to to move people and to get people hyped and to get them excited. You just teach the word. If that's what God has given you, then you just teach and teach well because that's what he has assigned for you to do. If your gift is encouraging others, then encourage them. Be encouraging. Speak positively over people. Speak positive words to people. Let them know that they can do it. Let them know that they can make it. Let them know that God has their back. Be encouraging to them. Don't talk down to your sisters and brothers. Don't make them feel like, Um, they're less than or like they can't make it. But encourage them and and push them and and help them um, in the Lord because everybody needs encouraging every now and then. And if your gift is encouraging, then do it well. If it's giving, then give generously. Give generously out of your heart. Hallelujah. Because the word said that God loves a cheerful giver. 
So we've got to give out of our hearts and we've got to give according to the will of God, not just to be seen of man, but to give according to the will of God and give out of our hearts and give gladly and help each other and be there for each other and give with humility. I guarantee you, you can't beat the reward that God will give you just for doing it well, just for giving well, just for giving yourself, your time, not just money. It's not all about money all the time, but sometimes we got to give our time. Sometimes we we just got to give, you know, of ourselves. So give generously. Don't hold back if it's something that you can give and bless your brothers and sisters and Lord. Believe me, God got you. He has you. He'll take care of you. So give generously when the Lord has given you the ability to give. And leadership abilities, it says take it seriously. Take that responsibility seriously. You know, it's... um, I always say there's a big difference in in being a leader and being a boss. You know, a boss gets respect out of fear or out of intimidation or out of, um, you know, and that doesn't last and that's not real. It just shows you that reverence whenever you're around. But when you're a good leader, then you prepare your people and you train your people to be, to come up under you. You train your people that... To do as you do. You be the example. You don't just bark orders at them or you don't just, you know, treat them any kind of way just because you're a leader. But lead well and lead with love. You know, lead by example. Lead by training and teaching and imparting. Don't hold everything in and don't just be a bad leader and talk to people any kind of way just because you have that status. But you've got to lead with your heart. You've got to lead with love. And you've got to lead imparting and giving to people that are with you and that are working with you. So lead well and lead, take it seriously and lead well. And showing kindness, oh my goodness, that's that's so easy. That is so easy. It is so much more work to be bitter and angry and and, and offended all the time. Showing kindness and showing love to someone, you never know how that would make their day. You never know what people are going through. And we are so wrapped up in our own emotions and our own selves sometimes, we don't even realize it. You know, we become offended or we think people are supposed to... um, you know, speak a certain way or act a certain way. I remember going in a grocery store one time and got up to the counter and I tell you, a grocery store will try your faith. <laughs> a grocery store will try your faith. And you know, and, and your your temperance. And I was in line and the young lady was just, you know, she had this look on her face like she just hated that she was even there. She was slinging my stuff down the down the uh, belt and slinging it in the bag. And, you know, she never greeted me. And then when she finished and she rung it up and she just stood there and looked at me, you know, I seen the total, you know, but she never said it. She just stood there and looked at me with a scowl on her face. And and I, I wanted to be offended, <laughs> and I wanted to just really, you know, myself lash out. And, you know, the spirit just stopped me. And I, I went ahead, I, I handed her the money, um, we made the exchange, and I looked at her and, and I said, honey, you have a blessed day. 
That woman got the biggest smile on her face and her eyes were glimmering because she she started to tear up and she looked at me and she said, thank you, ma'am. Now, I could have been offended. I could have been ugly. I could have been, you know, I could have reacted, you know, because of her personality and how she would, her behavior, I could have reacted to that. But the spirit said, no, treat her with kindness. The word said, with love and kindness have I drawn thee. So we've got to be kind to people, even when it's not in the best of circumstances. Jesus was faced with all kind of things when he, during his ministry, And during the time that he walked this earth, he was faced with people that wanted to see him fail. He was faced with people that wanted to kill him. But he showed kindness and he showed love in in all through his ministry. And we have got to do the same thing. And no, it's not easy sometimes, but that's what we've got to do. We've got to walk in the example of Jesus Christ. So whatever the Lord has assigned for you to do today, whatever gift he has given you, do it well. Do it well and trust God for the outcome. Don't look for reward from man. Don't look for reward for from society. Don't look for your reward here on earth. Do what God has told you to do and do it well. If he's given you that gift and you use that gift to glorify God and do it well. And I guarantee you, God will reward you openly and not just in heaven, but he will reward you here on earth. So whatever gift that God has given you, use it for the glory of God and do it well. God bless you. I love you.